Cosmic Earth Podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Holbrook, an intuitive astrologer and transformational guide. It is my mission to teach you to use the cosmos to better understand yourself, others, what's going on in the planets, and to use astrology as a tool for empowerment and navigating your well-being, your many soul purposes, and living your most aligned life. Some episodes focus on the stars and spirituality, and others feature incredible and inspiring guests from all walks of life. Tune in to hear their reactions as I give them live birth chart readings, and you can witness and learn how astrology manifests and tells the stories of our unique journeys. I love connecting with you, so say hi over on Instagram at Rise with Natalie. And if you want to go deeper, download my video or written guide on how to read your chart or book a reading or a subconscious transformation session, all linked in the show notes down below. I hope you enjoy this episode and trust that there is always magic coming your way. Welcome back to the Cosmic Earth Podcast, everybody. I am so excited today to have two very special guests, one of my dear sister, soul sisters, and new, most likely soul sister as well, obviously, because soul sisters are always connected and we all weave each other in with me, Chrissy Sunflower and Marissa Bilbo, who are the founders of Little Luminaries, the company that has produced the I Can Be Anything deck and who now have a game called Hi-Yi, which is on Kickstarter and we are going to talk about today. So to give you guys a little bit of background on the two of them, Marissa and Sunflower are two artistic artsy friends, teachers and a teacher and a self-mastery mentor, both with a passion for mental wellness, sustainability, and planting seeds in the minds of our youth so that they grow into healthy, happy, and heart-centered adults. And I am so just stoked to have this conversation today because mental health for children and fun for children is something that I am extremely passionate about as well, because this is our future, you know, and the more that I think that we can see these little children and earth, little earthlings that our world is going to be better and how great for this to be that we are talking on the second day of cancer season. You guys are all listening to this during cancer season, which is the season of family and children and the mother and, you know, the time of growth. So welcome to the podcast, my loves. Yay. Thank you for having us today. Yes, absolutely. So I would love for us to just dive right in and let's start out with the beginning of Little Luminaries. How did this whole idea even come about? You know, it's so funny through a dream, of course, I actually had met Christy. uh, Yeah, we'd met in um, a women's circle and we'd been really connected over the phone and over Zooms. And then we met in person one time and I just felt so aligned, felt like we're creating magic. I don't know what it's going to be, but it's happening. And a couple of weeks later, I had this dream and I, I envisioned kids walking around preparing for school and having these affirmations that they were saying to their family, saying them to to themselves to really just get themselves pumped up to um, be able to navigate more difficult times. And knowing that Sunflower has this beautiful background in working with adults through challenging times as as a self-mastery coach and also was so aligned with power pendants, uh, power animal pendants, I felt like the connection was so inevitable. So we dreamed up together this affirmation deck for kids that features animals and aligns the different animal characteristics and spirits with some of the big emotions that children's ex- children experience. Wow, that is so beautiful. And since we have two of you guys on here today, Marissa, since you just spoke first, will you tell us a little bit about yourself too and how you know your background is able to help bring this to life? Oh my gosh. I uh, have been a special education elementary school teacher for 10 plus years and have really enjoyed the, um, the innovation that children come forward with and just the, the true way that they present themselves, but have also recognized that a lot of kids are really struggling with their self-perception and with confidence and with showing up authentically in the world. Um, and especially in our conversation, Sunflower and I realized that that progression can either 
you know, continue on a trajectory where things get better and better and, and we're magnetizing these incredible things in our lives or well, where we start to fall into this cycle of feeling lost or um, like we can't do something and telling ourselves these negative stories. So including my experiences with students, um, I got to really start a new chapter for myself and break out of my own shell as an artist. I had enjoyed painting and creating as a hobby and for myself. And this was an opportunity for me to try something that I felt like I wasn't good enough at and further into the world and received so much positive feedback that now I feel confident in calling myself an artist. So it's been not just a journey for all of those um, others in the world, but for myself as well. Oh my goodness. So beautiful. And I have to add to that. I have your chart in front of me, your birth chart, and you know, you are a cancer and not only are you a cancer, but your son is at what we call in astrology, the anoretic degree. And that means that it's at the 29th degree. So you were born on the last day of cancer. And so with that, whenever we have this 29 degree, it means that you are at like the strongest point. It's almost as if you were to imagine that you were running a race. You're at the end of the finish line and you're like, oh my gosh, I have to get there. And so sometimes whenever we have this, it feels like it's this very critical position where sometimes you can feel this pressure of like, I have to do this thing. And so you might have even felt like I am here to really make a difference in children's lives or in being a mama. And I know you are a mama and I'm here to, to do this and it's going to happen. And so I think that that's so beautiful that, you know, little luminaries and you being a teacher and you being a mother is this way that this path has already opened up for you. And this is such a huge indicator of you living this divine purpose. Oh, wow. Thank you for sharing that. I had no idea. And that, that really rings so true. I, I do feel like that a lot. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and you also are a Scorpio moon. So the Scorpio energy, it's very transformational and it's very powerful. And it, it's really this, this mystical alchemical type of energy where it's like, I have an idea I'm going for it. And it's very penetrative. Like it's going to make sure that things are done. And Scorpio, the shadow of Scorpio is that it, um, it can be in its feelings in a negative way sometimes if they're not evolved and transformed. And it's kind of like Scorpio actually comes into this earth thinking everything's out to get me or everything is going to hurt me or harm me or I'm living in fear. And so it's been a part of your journey to have to move through that. And I feel like with you, probably you and Sunflower working together and then creating little luminaries, it's like, this has been this catalyst for you to move out of that and say, I got to move through my own mystical transformation. And now I get to bring this into the lives of others. And then you also have Gemini rising and Gemini is the child of the Zodiac. Like the, it's funny because Gemini and Aries are the children of the Zodiac and Chrissy or sunflower chart is, and you guys in the podcast, if I say Chrissy, it's because that's her first name and that's how I know her. So we're just going to clear the air here, but sunflower, her chart is full of Aries. And so the two of you have, you know, these, these magnificent children of the Zodiac, so to say. So it's so incredible and just like magical that this is how it's manifested. Oh, that's entirely how it feels too. Whenever sunflower and I are quote unquote working. It just feels like play all the time. And the fact that we get to birth that two more children, it's like the perfect match because we just really do the things that we wanted as children and that we continue to enjoy doing now. So that, yeah, that feels so accurate. Oh, I love it. Okay. So now sunflower, let's hear, where do you come in? How, how, how is your background? What have you done in your background and how did that lead you into this place too? Well, I'm smiling as wide as a dolphin, hearing <laughs> all the magic that just came through. Like it makes so much sense. And yeah, you know, it's so interesting on these paths that we walk. A lot of times the experiences that we have really are leading us in a certain direction. And I've experienced some difficult times with losing people that I really, really love to taking their own life. Mm -hmm. And so that was the start of my focus on mental health, realizing that this was so important, realizing that there's so many people out there that feel alone or feel like they don't belong or feel like this life is not worth living. And 
Then when I became a self-mastery mentor and I was coaching adults, I was so aware that the wire, they're like their neural pathways in their brain were woven so tightly to these limiting beliefs that they had been repeating for years and years and years. And so when I got that call from Marissa, I had already been thinking that I wanted to work with children because I felt that children are these magical little beings that just came back, came into the world. They've got these sponges for brains. And I realized that if we could get them the tools from the very beginning, then they're not going to get to adults and have to do all this unlearning and relearning. They're just going to start out on the right foot and learn to love themselves from day one and feel like they belong and, and believe in themselves. And so when she called me, I had actually been wanting to create a deck, not really realizing yet that it was, that, that it was supposed to be for kids. So when I got that call, I was just like, Oh my gosh, this is it. I'm all in. And we just took off and started working on the deck, painting all the animals, writing all the stories, really tuning into like, what is the medicine that our youngest generation needs and putting all of that into the, I can be anything deck. And so this is a deck that I wish I had as a kid. This would have been such a game changer for me growing up, being bullied in school and having this to come home to as a way to comfort myself, to pull a card, because let's face it, if you've ever pulled a card from an Oracle deck, you know, you always get the message you need. And so for kids to be able to get those messages and knowing that they're so open, it was, yeah, when we created this, it was just like a full yes. And so excited to show up for the youngest kids, the kids, so that they can really grow into the magical, fully expressed, highest version of themselves. Wow. That is so beautiful. I wish that I had decks also. I wish that I had this knowledge that we have now because it's so life-changing and it's beautiful. So I want to ask you a couple more questions about self-mastery in general, but before we dive into that, I want to do a little reading on your chart because- Sunflower also has the anoretic degree (laughs) of this 29. So, you know, it's funny because I want to ask you guys both, like, do you feel that there's almost been this pressure that you've kind of put on yourself of like, I have to do this thing. Like, this is my deep purpose. And like, if I don't do it, who else is going to do it? Have you both felt that? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And, you know, whenever we have this, it's that your soul is here to really take action. And so the difference is that, you know, Marissa's is in cancer and, and sunflowers is in Aries and Aries is the one that is like, we're going to make it happen. We're going to go for it. We're going to do it. We're going to, you know, stand up and, and be trailblazers and start this thing. And it's funny because Aries and cancer and also Libra and Capricorn, these are known as the cardinal signs. And this means that these are the people who are the starters. And so it's beautiful that you guys both have this energy of being these starters where it's like, had you not been doing it together, you still were going to probably do something separate on your own. But as we all know, more magic happens when we do things together and as community. And so on top of that, Sunflower also has her, um, what's called the MC, which stands for medium quelli, which means it's the top of your chart representing your career point in this world. And her career point is tied directly with who she is as the sun. So if you've ever seen sunflower, (laughs) because the sun represents what we look like, it's how people see us in the world. It's the energy that we exude. She is always wearing like animal print or like this, you know, tribal or, or feathers in her hair, especially. And there's this, this very, um, primal type of I'm here, I'm human, but I'm also embodying children and animals and culture type of energy that's very reverent to the earth. And it's this, this feminine way of also being a warrior. And I think that that is the most beautiful way of showing that femininity as an Aries. And so you really do embody that. And that shows that 
with your career, with the way that you show up in the world, it's almost like you wear who you are, you wear what your job is, you know, it's not like there's this separation. And that's really um, indicated and shown in your chart that what you see is what you get. And a part of who you are is what you offer into this world. And from the moment that she and I met, we talked about what we do and the magic of all of this. And it was this kind of, you know, tingly feeling of like, (laughs) you just get that from her. So it makes so much sense that here you are as a co-founder of a a children's company. And I think that this, this fusing of the two of you guys in that is so magical. And then you also have your moon in Aries. And so um, here it is that, you know, not only is it that we see and feel this fiery and energetic and trailblazing go-getter attitude, but also that you feel that deeply inside and that it's connected to who you are and that it's a need for you because whatever our moon is, is it's also our deep, deep need. It's our connection to our mother as well and our connection to women and children. And so it's like, you are the one who is going to light that fire under everybody's booty and be like, let's go. We're making this happen. (laughs) I got that fire. Yes. (laughs) And then on top of that, she is my Leo rising sister, Leo. So you are just, she is pure fire, everybody. (laughs) Burning. I'm just burning up right now. She might be gone by the time this is over. (laughs) (laughs) And the funny thing with Leo too, is Leo is also very tied to children as well, because Leo is, it's kind of like the, the whole family in general. I always love to refer to Leo energy as kind of the whole lion kingdom where you've got the lion king because Leo is the king of the jungle. And it's like, let's take care of the, the zebras and, you know, the, the gophers and whoever else, you know, the, the, our other lions and the elephants, everybody in that family. And then it's also this lioness goddess who is like on the prowl and is taking care of the children and is very feminine and sexy and, you know, mysterious. And then you have the little lion cub who's like, I want to play too. And I want to feel good. And I want to be with the adults, but I also want to just be a little kid at the same time. And it's very vulnerable. And sometimes it can be so sensitive and it, it sometimes can be actually the target of bullies a lot of times because then it teaches us courage it teaches us how to stand up for ourselves so it makes sense that you even went through that bullying so that you had to learn how to lead with your heart and have compassion for those bullies right like later but to first have compassion and stick up and love yourself totally yeah and it's not till later it was that realization of like hurt people hurt people yes and and then yeah finding that compassion yes Absolutely. All of that really resonates. Mm -hmm. So before we dive into more about the I Can Be Anything deck and then about Hi-Yi, which is the game that just launched on Kickstarter yesterday and goes until July 22nd for everybody listening, we're going to talk more about this, but you can go into the show notes and we're going to have the link there where you can go and support this, that we can make this dream an actual realization and have all of these games for all of our kids and adults because adults need to. Um, <laughs> I want to ask you, Sunflower, about self-mastery. Since most of the people listening to this are going to be adults, what do you feel like are the top things that people you know, today and with what you see are kind of lacking or missing? And what would be some of, you know, if you have a few tips of what does it mean to, to master yourself and how do you do so? Self-care is a power play. Mm-hmm. I think having something that you do every day to support your well-being is totally takes your life to the next level. Uh, and that's coming from someone who was burning the candle at both ends for a majority of my life. And I didn't know what it even meant to fill up my own cup and give from the overflow. It was just a constant go, go, go from an empty cup, giving, giving, giving from an empty cup and feeling so depleted and not able to be as impactful as I wanted to and just really burning out. And so number one, I think it's, it's, it's self-care and the ongoing journey of loving yourself. And so often that is a big focus of what I do when I'm supporting adults, because I find so many adults don't actually love themselves. And the conversation that's going on upstairs is not a nice one. What they're saying to themselves is unkind. You wouldn't say it to, 
your friend, you wouldn't even say it to your enemy. It's, it's just, how do we cultivate our mind? So that is, it's supportive and we can feel good every day and, and be our own best friend. And so I would say those are two huge ones, self-care and self-love. And then so, so much grows from, from that place. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I know that even in my own journey in the last two or three months with this adrenal fatigue, that was my kind of downfall as well, is that I was trying to do so much that all self-care had just completely gone out the window. And the funny thing that I have to say about sunflower in my charts is that I also have this anoretic degree. <laughs> so oh the three of us are really like, really this trilogy of like, we've got to get stuff done in this lifetime. <laughs> but I have my North node, which is my destiny piece and my lessons. It's like the, the way that we learn hard lessons, but also where we're moving towards in this lifetime in Aries at 29 degrees, right on top of sunflowers. And just you saying that, how it's like, you already went through that experience of I burnt out and I had to learn that self-care. It's funny that I was in the midst of learning that lesson, being forced to learn that lesson, right when you and I formed our friendship and this closeness really started. And that's how the universe works for everybody listening. It's like, you get these guides, you get these people who come in who are your friends or even who come in as someone who gives you a hard time so that you can learn from them as your teachers, right? But it's always somehow interconnected and intertwined to teach you this lesson. And I just think that that's the coolest thing ever just to see in the cosmos how aligned that was. Wow. I didn't realize that, babe, but I have truth bumps. Like, yeah. woo! <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. So speaking of mental health for adults, the thing that I love about little luminaries deck is that you don't have to be an adult or sorry, you don't have to be a kid to use these. You can be anything. I mean, literally it's called, (laughs) I can be anything. (laughs) And I have purchased these decks for so many of my own clients for my mama friends And I have one myself, right? When I found out about these, I was like, give me one here, take my like $35 or whatever. And (laughs) I think they're so magical and wonderful. So what we're going to do for everybody listening is pull a card for cancer season, which started on July 20th or no, July 21st, which was also the day of the summer solstice. And let's just see what is the, the energy for everybody. And then you guys can get a little glimpse into these cards here. Ooh, okay. I am shuffling them up right now. There's 45 animals that could show their head right now, could come right through and share a little message. So I'm tuning in. What is the message for cancer season? All right. I am compassionate like the elephant. Oh my gosh. Now I have true friends <laughs> because cancer season is all about compassion. Oh my goodness. Wow. wow. And that just goes to our point when we started this of how we always get the message we need when we pull from decks like this. Yeah. So I am compassionate like the elephant and Marissa, you want to give this a little read? Oh yeah. I love that. That it's, it's, it's not just um, confined to ourselves, but compassion for all. Okay, so here is the story that correlates. Ginormous yet gentle, the elephant has a long wrinkly trunk, flat floppy ears, and big white tusks. They spend their lives with their herd and demonstrate their love and loyalty in lots of ways. Elephants feel the same emotions we do. They feel joy and sadness, and they show their emotion just like you. While humans might find comfort might comfort someone by putting an arm around them or giving them a big hug when they're feeling blue, elephants show their compassion in different ways. Elephants comfort their sad friends by touching their friend's face with their trunk or even putting their trunk in their friend's mouth. I know I wouldn't want an elephant trunk in my mouth, but for another elephant, it works kind of like a pacifier works for a baby. Elephants are social and kind-hearted. Can you try your hardest to be compassionate like an elephant this week, even when you're feeling frustrated? 
Now here's the play section. Elephants use their trunks like we use our hands, picking things up, carrying things, reaching out to touch their friends. Pretend your arms are your trunk. If someone in your family seems like they need a little compassion, ask if they'd like an elephant hug. If they do, wrap your trunks around them and say, I am compassionate like the elephant. Oh my gosh. I just <laughs> want to like put my arms out right now. And I'm like, oh, I'm compassionate. I'm like, who can I hug? <laughs> Big elephant hugs coming at you. <laughs> totally. And so, okay, just for everybody listening real quick, just give a quick overview on what the I Can Be Anything deck is for everybody who's like, how do I get in on this? What is this? Yeah, you made such a good point that it really is for all ages. Originally, when we designed this deck, we were thinking, oh, maybe like elementary school age children. But I have an almost two-year-old that I have been using the deck with for such a long time. And honestly, my grandmother and I, who is 89 years old, we play with the deck as well. So it's really beautifully beneficial for all ages. We have 45 animal affirmation decks and the Qualities range from things like being clever like a fox, wise like an owl, grateful like the sea turtle. And it's so funny in our conversations now, my husband and I even use this language. Like I'm being resilient like a lizard in this really tough situation. Oh my gosh. <laughs> every, every animal comes with um, a discovery book that has a little information about the animal and then a play section where kids can really learn to embody and practice some of these traits. And then there's also um, a trivia section where anyone, kids or adults, can learn more about the animals and really develop this love and respect for animals. So our tagline is illuminating each child's unique genius. And our mission statement is to empower kids with the tools to discover their unique genius, feel confident in their own skin, and navigate their big emotions. And we recently, with the creation of Hai, added on to that mission statement because we feel that it's really important for children to thrive in harmony with the planet. And so we'll get into Hai, but really learning what it looks like to live harmoniously, right? We want to all live harmoniously with ourselves, with our communities, and with Mother Earth. Wow. I think that's like the trifecta of connection, connecting to self, connecting to community, and connecting to Earth. Like that's everything. If we can be in a good place and we can feel compassionate, like the elephant in all of those areas, I think we're doing pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And I mean, it's like, that's all we have at the end of the day. We have ourselves, we have the earth and we have other people around us, you know, like technology is not the thing that's going to be carrying us through life. It's the connection of our hearts and our minds and our ideas. And what is it that we're actually living on? So I love that so much. And you know, that I'm such an animal lover. When I first moved out to Asheville, Sunflower would see I and Anybody who follows me on Instagram would see how obsessed with bears I am. <laughs> it was just so magical. So anything animal, I'm like, yes, give it to me. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about this, you know, version two or this, this next product that's coming out of Little Luminaries. Hi, I love the name. Hi. It's so cute. Give us the lowdown on what is this game? Yeah, so... Oh, hi. It has been probably about a year and, and a half in the making. As soon as we launched the I Can Be Anything deck and we had these incredible 45 animal affirmation cards, we sort of had that seed planted of what can we do with these cards to create a fun game? And Marissa and I are really passionate about the earth. We really care about sustainability. And so we wanted to tie that in and we just started going deep into masterminds of how we can create something so fun, but so educational when it comes to loving the planet. And that's where Hai started to be born. And the game is, is incredible. I mean, I might be biased, but it really is incredible. And 
the whole premise is to get the animals from the, from the, I can be anything deck. So 45 animals, we need to get them home to their habitats. And we're doing that in a variety of different ways. Things like you roll the dice and you, you get acted out. And so you're acting out an animal in your hand and your teammates, because this is a collaborative game, are trying to guess what animal it is. And if the animal is guessed correctly, it gets to go home to its habitat. So there's all these different activities. There's five different activities. There's guess it, where you put the animal on your head. You don't know what it is, but your teammates know. There's draw it. So it's really accessing creativity and allowing for these kids to be connected with, with their creative essence, which oftentimes when you get to be an adult, you lose touch with the magic of your creativity. And so this is such an expressive game. So it's never the same because every time you're, you're having different experiences, the way that you're navigating it, we've got trivia. And so really it's just a, it's a combination of all these fun ways to get these animals home. And we have cards that come with the game components and the cards are the breaking news which breaking news news cards are sharing these terrible atrocity atrocities that are happening on the planet and then also we have earth conscious act cards and these cards are sharing actionable steps that families can take to align more fully with mother earth and so it might say like wow you brought your reusable water bottle to school every day this month like send an animal home to the grasslands. And as I mentioned, it's collaborative. And so this is the new paradigm. We're birthing a new paradigm and the new paradigm is collaboration. And you, you mentioned that earlier, Natalie, I love the, the way that we think about life as together is better together. We rise. And I, I believe that's what we're moving into. And so it's really planting those seeds young, young for children to, collaborate with each other and be on a team. And so you're, there's still competition because you're trying to beat the game, but you're working together with whoever's playing. And I think that really is so supportive for humanity to be in that space that it's, we're no longer doing it's, it's me against you. It's us against them. It's like, when we come together, it's going to be so powerful. We can do so much more when we're in the togetherness mindset. That is so beautiful. This sounds like so much fun and such a way for children to learn, but also families to learn and adults to learn because it's not like you turn 30 and all of a sudden, you know, everything going on in the world, you know, it's like you have to take the action to find it out. And I think that this game even sounds like an incredible way for us as adults to learn too, of what can I do to make this world a better place? Not just raising my children, but like, What is it that I can take action and they can see the example of that happening? All right, my loves, if you are inspired to learn more about your purpose, the best way to make money, how to find love and fulfill your deepest needs, I have created a video tutorial on how to read your birth chart so you can do all of these things. It is fun, entertaining, and you'll gain the innate and ancient knowledge of the cosmos. I was inspired to create this because it's what I wish I had when I was learning astrology, and I hope it illuminates your beautiful journey. Visit the link in the show notes and send me a message over on Instagram at risewithnatalie to let me know what the most exciting thing is that you are learning. See you there. Totally. And I think there's like a sneaky aspect, a sneaky yes. fun aspect <laughs> that we are planting these seeds in our youth. And I really do believe that sometimes adults don't want to change. They've been doing something the same way for so many years. And there's so much resistant to do it differently. It's like, oh, I'm just the way that I am. But I think these kids have a magical power of being influence influencers. Like when these kids get this game and they start to learn all these actionable steps and they're having fun and they're playing high E 
then maybe they're the ones who are putting the pressure on the adults and they're saying, you know, mom and dad, why are you using these big jugs of deter liquid detergent when you can use companies like True Earth and, you know, have an eco-friendly choice? And we've been so blessed that a lot of companies that are leading the way in sustainable products have aligned with us and are on our green team and are shouting us out and sharing our project and have just been such a celebratory space supporting us. So, and we're going to be sharing about them in our game. So then they'll have these resources, these easy switches, these easy, you know, where they can have something, oh, I can just make this easy switch and be a better earth earthling. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's incredible. And I think that that's one of the pieces of this that also sets this game apart is that it's not just a game, just a game is, is just enough. Right. But on top of that, there's also this piece of, and we're going to show you the action steps of what products you can support, what products are created already to support you in supporting our planet. So I would love to hear who are some of these companies because, you know, as this game is in the formation, what is it that listeners and myself can do and who can, where can we put our, our dime so that we can start getting involved in all of this already? And who are these people? What do they do? And why is this important? Oh my gosh. Yeah. As you were sharing earlier, I think this is this beautiful opportunity to have these conversations with ourselves, with our friends, with our children. And it's kind of a conduit to really create actionable change. Um, so some of our favorite companies we've been in cahoots with are Pella. Um, they're making not only recyclable foam cases and products, but also something called the Lumi, which is bringing compost to your home right on your uh, counter. Um, also coconut bowls has been another company that's been supporting us. They're taking plastic out of the equation and utilizing coconuts, husks um, for, for flatware and for, um, plates and bowls. We've also been working with smaller companies and have, have been having so much fun um, being able to change the conversation with small businesses. So we've been partnering with some, some businesses in Canada like Change Toothpaste, um, where they have tablets um, for their toothpaste. Oh my gosh, what else? We've had True Earth, definitely, where there's um, little pieces of paper almost that you put into your washing machine. Who else am I forgetting? Jack 59, which has really cool shampoo and conditioner bars. So doing away completely with the, the containers. Uh, we have Rob Greenfield on our team, who is an er environmentalist and an activist, and he's incredible. And he's been supporting us also with our Earth Conscious Act cards which was wonderful. Uh, let's see, JNL Naturals. And then who else? It's been, you know, it's been so cool because it feels really effortless. And there's this energy with these green companies that are really care about the earth, that they're ready to collaborate. Like we were really reaching for the stars when we had this list of people we wanted to partner up with. And it was like, well, is this huge company like gonna even answer my messages? Like they got, you know, I think Coconut Bowls has like 760,000 followers. We're like, are they even gonna respond? And we've just received so much support and they're just all in so excited. And it just feels really good that it feels like we're walking side by side. And that that's another thing that's shifting is it's not a leadership is not one person leading. It's really like all of us in a line walking together towards a better future. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And I think that that's the beautiful thing is you guys are showing this example of that being a possibility. And so I just commend you for all of that because you're showing how, you know, reach out to these people, reach out to these companies. It just takes you taking action to make it happen. And then it will like nothing is out of reach. Yeah. Like getting out of your own way, which I feel mm -hmm. like is something so many people struggle with is 
they want something or they, they want to make a change or they want to create something and they're the only one standing in their way and they'll have an idea for years of what they want to do, but you just have to keep taking a step towards it and you get to create your own reality. And I feel like the only real failure is not trying. I feel like I've been on a journey for a long time with entrepreneurship and sort of, you know, you fail forward. It's like, yes. you just try and you, and you make mistakes and you learn from them and you keep going, especially if you're doing something that you're passionate about, like nothing's going to stand in our way. There are no walls. Like we are, we will climb them if they show up, like we are scaling those walls. And because we are led with our hearts, like Mm. we're led by our why. I'm getting this vision of like the jungle coming out, like all these (laughs) primal animals, like the cheetahs running right next to the little baboon. (laughs) We will prevail. Totally. And Marissa has a cheetah right behind her. So of course, course. (laughs) 100%. It's like pulling into that primal part of yourself. We're all animals, you know, bringing that out, bringing that ferocity out and and being fierce and and knowing that you know we came here for a reason we're on this earth for a reason our our souls chose to be here and to to do these things to come and make a difference so i want to ask you guys too what would you say are some of the top things maybe 3 to 5 things that right now people can do to be more sustainable and to maybe shift in their world of you know, not using this big plastic jug for detergent, like little things that you might think that people know, but, but they don't, you know, it's like, what was that? Each true Hollywood story. Like you think, you know, but you have no idea. (laughs) Like, What are those things? I'm hoping that reusable water bottles are already just like everybody's go-to like, let's get those crinkly plastic bottles out of there. So I'm not even going to add that to the list, but one that's been huge for me um, is the use of paper towels. I think for so many of us, it's like a quick clean up that spill, toss it. Even if you're putting it the compost, it feels like, oh, I'm doing something that's still beneficial. But I've been using a lot of reusable towels. Um, I think they're called, ooh, I'll figure out the name and get back to you. Um, But they're, they're just towels that you can easily toss into the washing machine and reuse. And those have been such a game changer, having those on hand. I've noticed I'm just creating a lot less waste. I love that one. So- one of my favorites is stasher bag. Mm-hmm. They like when I re- when I replaced single use plastic bags, which really, when you think about it, it's a joke. Like, why? <laughs> why are we using single use plastic bags? Like, this is not an intelligent decision. And I replaced them with stasher bags that are not only reusable, they you can do everything with these bags. I can put sauce in these bags and then throw them in the freezer. And then when I want to remake that sauce, pull them out and stick them in a boiling pot of water and warm up the sauce that way. Like, I mean, you can boil them, you can freeze them. They're airtight. You, you seal them. Nothing's getting in, nothing's getting out. They're just have been, I use them for everything, not even just in the kitchen. If I'm going on trips, I'm putting my stuff in stasher bags. They, they're just, they're great, 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 great. Wow. I've never even heard of this. So this it's like, is this like you would use instead of a Ziploc baggie or what is this replacing? Yeah. They come in all different sizes actually. So they have like the tiny little snack, snack size one. And then they mm. actually have some that are bowls that will stand on their own for you to put like soups in or something like that. They come in a variety of gorgeous colors. And I just saw a stasher hack recently that you can just put them in the oven and any odor or any coloring, um, just like, I guess it cooks off. I don't know, but I think they're made out of silicone. So they're really, they really stand up. I've had some for a long time that are still doing the job. Wow. You got, y'all need to be affiliates for these companies that we're like going through. (laughs) All right. I got one. Okay. Tushy. Mm. Love Tushy. Uh, so Tushy is a bidet 
company. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you something. Once you use a bidet, you just don't even know how you've been wiping with dry toilet paper. <laughs> it doesn't make sense to, to, to go number two and, and be wiping with dry toilet paper. So, <laughs> and then you just think about all of the toilet paper that you save, because let's be honest, how many wipes does it take to not see brown? <laughs> oh my gosh that is the line of the podcast everyone <laughs> how many you know, wipes <laughs> I mean I'm just saying like it might be a little TMI but like we're all human we all we, we all, all do it. poop we all poop and making that shift in my life has been so enjoyable and I know how much toilet paper we are saving now so super grateful for Tushy and I think oh for number goodness. four, thinking about um, how we can just repurposing things around our house, how we can um, support the companies that are doing things on a smaller scale. So even like creating your own veggie garden in your backyard. Um, I also I saw something that Rob Greenfield had just shared about gifting foods for you know celebrations, like not necessarily going to buy something that's just going to be a knickknack sitting around, but whether it's sourdough starter or something that is going to continue to give life and not create mess or create um, something that's just going to the landfill. I think the more that we start thinking about being intentional with where we're putting our money and where these products are coming from, the easier it is to keep going on that train. It's like, you want to create this, this household that is zero waste. It's a big, tall task, but I think eventually we can get closer and closer. Amen. Mm-hmm. Yes. That. So good. Absolutely. Oh my goodness. Okay. Well, it has been such an honor to speak with you guys and to hear about these incredible waves that you're making for children, for adults, and for the planet and for our communities. So please tell everybody, how can people support you? How can they be a part of this Kickstarter so that Hai can come to life in all of its glory? And how can they follow you and be in touch? Yeah, so there's a few ways that you can really support us. And number one, follow the link and back our Kickstarter. Every little bit makes a difference, honestly. Like collectively, if everyone gives a little, like we're gonna reach our goal. And so backing it is the number one thing that you can do. And then if you, if backing it isn't accessible, then sharing it is such an incredible way to support us. Sharing it with your social media, sharing it individually with people that come to mind that have maybe kiddos that you think would really love this game or families or teachers, uh, letting them know and just sending them a message and, and sending the link so that they have this, the ability to get eyes on it and, and support it and bring Hai into their life. We have an Instagram, it's at little luminaries. And then our face, I mean, our website is littleluminaries.com. And I'm sure they'll all be involved in, in this uh, podcast. So you'll be able to easily click them, but stay in touch with us. We love to hear from people too. Like if this conversation inspired you or sparked a thought, like reach out to us. We, we love to have conversations with people and, and, and answer questions or yeah, hear your ideas. Yeah. I think that collective mindset is so beneficial and wonderful to think back about how we can continue to make forward progress together. We have all these other ideas, music ideas, and um, oh my gosh, the list is endless. And so we would love to continue to collaborate with other companies and other people. If you feel like you have a good fit, please reach out. Amazing. So beautiful. And we will link the Kickstarter link. We'll link their Instagram. But the thing that I love too about the Kickstarter is that there's such a wide variety of pledges that everybody can make ranging from literally $5 to $30, $68, all the way up to $398. So it's like every single person can donate, you know, give as little or as much as you can to make this a reality. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. And my final question for you, as this is called the Cosmic Earth Podcast, what does it mean to you guys to be living in a cosmic earth? 
Mm. Come back to connection and that love, that peace of just feeling so connected um, and feeling held and feeling just trusting the path. Yeah, yeah, definitely trusting the path. And I, I feel like when I think of, like, I, I always say, oh my goodness, like when I meet someone, like when I, when I met you, Natalie, I was like, what a cosmic collide, right? And I think it's just like this idea that we're always in conversation with the universe. It's always speaking to us. And it's actually, it always has our back, even though sometimes it doesn't feel like it. So when I think of the cosmic earth and yeah, just like trusting like what Marissa said and, and listening, listening to the signs and listening to the guidance and having these practices like meditation or breath work, or just slowing down so that we can hear the whispers, because if we're moving too fast, if we're, we got all our wheels spinning, we might not actually hear the guidance that we're meant to. And so letting, letting it all flow in and, and knowing that everything is working out best case scenario, even when we think a door was slammed in our face and a direction that we thought we wanted to go is, is not working out. It actually is. It's working out and we just can't see it yet. And so, yeah, that's kind of what it means to me. Beautiful. I love both of those answers. And thank you guys so much for being on the podcast. Thank you for doing the work that you do. And I really just want to acknowledge you for being these leaders as the big luminaries <laughs> who are making this big light and this big impact for not just our little luminaries, but for all of us. So thank you guys for being here. And I cannot wait to see Hai in my hands because I know it will be very soon. <laughs> yes. Hi. Thank you so much for having us. This has been such a fun conversation oh, and so grateful for all of the beautiful astral insights that you've shared with us. Like, of course, they all made so much sense and they're all so magical and just grateful to be sharing this space and having this important conversation and for your sisterhood support. Love you. Love you Absolutely. so much. Yes. All right. Thank you guys. Love Bye. you. Have a wonderful day. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to subscribe. And if you learned something helpful, give us a five-star rating and share this episode with a loved one. And if you want more, visit the links down below to book a custom session or get my digital guides on how to read your chart. Remember, you are never alone or hopeless. The same force that guides the stars guides you too.